So yeah, the truth of John 3.16, what a glorious truth that is. That God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. He gave His only Son. He, he gave His Son to live the perfect life that we could never live. And you think about God as being holy and God demanding perfection from us, but yet, who of us is perfect, right? We've all sinned. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but there was one. There was one who was perfect. There was one who was truly a man like you and I, yet truly God. He was born of a virgin. He was conceived in the virgin's womb. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Being truly God. Truly God and truly man. This was the one, the, the promised one. The promised Messiah. The, the one who would come to destroy the works of the devil. This was the promised one. Promised all the way back in Genesis chapter 3. The one that would come to crush the serpent's head. The Messiah. The anointed one. The Lord Jesus Christ. This is the one whom the Father gave. The Father gave. It says, For God so loved the world that He gave. He gave His only begotten Son. Giving something that... that that means that it's a gift, folks. That the Lord Jesus Christ is a gift. Think about the, the greatest gifts you have received in life. Some of the greatest gifts that you have received. Some of the greatest gifts that maybe you really needed. The greatest gift that you ever needed. What's the greatest gift that you ever received that you truly, truly needed? Folks, none of it would compare with Christ. Hey, how you doing? Because we need Him. Do you understand your need for Jesus Christ? That we have sinned against that we have sinned against God and we desperately need somebody to to stand in our place to be the, the mediator between us and God. And that's who Christ was. You see, when Christ came, he was born of a woman, born under the law. And he was fully human, just like you and I. And see, the Bible says that we have all sinned, that we have all fallen short of the glory of God. We have missed the mark. We have not glorified the Lord our God. We have not loved the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, strength, and mind. We have not loved our neighbor as ourself. But Christ did, folks. Christ fulfilled all righteousness. Christ kept the law on our behalf. Christ was without sin. It says He knew no sin. Jesus Christ was the the perfect Lamb of God who came to take away the sin of the world. And in the sinner's place, He obeyed God's law perfectly. That's who God the Father gave. He gave the One who could live the perfect life that you and I could not live. But that God requires. Christ Jesus. He not only gave Him to live the perfect life that we couldn't live, but He gave Him to go to the cross. He gave Him to be the propitiation for our sins. He gave Him to die in our place. To die in your place. To pay the penalty for your sin that you deserve to pay. To be our substitution. 
Christ, the Bible says, also suffered. He suffered once for all the righteous for the unrighteous that He might bring us to God. Christ suffered. He suffered and died in agony and blood at the hands of sinful men and they put Him to death on a cross. That's why God gave His only begotten Son. He gave His one and only. He gave His one of a kind, preeminent one, Son, to suffer and to die at the hands of godless men who put Him to death on a cruel Roman cross. Says He, for God so loved the world, He so loved mankind, He so loved all the nations of the earth. Not just Jew, but Gentile. The Bible says there will be people from every tribe and tongue and nation worshiping before the throne. So He loved the world. Not a particular nation, but the world. Not a particular race, but the world. He loved the world. And He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. Here's the condition, folks. Here's the condition that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish. You see, this is calling for a response. This is calling for, this is demanding a response. A response from everybody out here. A response from every person. It, because it's those who believe are the ones who should not perish. Those who believe. What does it mean to believe? It means to put, one, put one's confidence in. Put one's trust in. You see, the Bible reveals Jesus Christ as prophet, as priest, and as king. And so to believe in Jesus Christ as our great high priest is the one who went before us between us and a holy God. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. To believe in the one who laid down his life. To believe in the one who died for your sins. To believe in the one who gave his life as a ransom. The Lord Jesus Christ died for sinners. Christ died for sinners. It's to believe in, in the One who is the prophet. To believe in the One who came and preached this good news. This good news that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. To believe His words. To believe His teachings. To believe the One who said, I am the way and the truth and the life. He said, no one comes to the Father except through Me. You see, Jesus Christ, He declared that He is the way, that He is the truth, and that He is the life. He said, go and, and, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them and teach them to, to obey all things that I have commanded. He is the prophet. He is the one who proclaimed the good news, who taught us 
the truth of God. And He is the King. He is the one who reigns supreme. He is the one, the Bible says, that at His name, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Have you believed in Him? Have you trusted in the One who died for your sins upon the cross and who rose again from the dead? Have you trusted in the One who declared that He is the way, the truth, and the life? And have you submitted to the One who is Lord and King? Would you have Him rule over you as King? That's what it means to believe upon Christ. It means to turn away from your sins and to place your faith in Christ, surrendering to Him as Lord, following Him. Jesus said, if any man wishes to come after Me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow Me. He said, for whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for My sake and the Gospels will save it. Are you following after Christ today? Are, are you following after Jesus Christ as your King? Are you following after Christ who is prophet, who is priest, who is King? The Bible says there is one God and one mediator between God and men, and that's the man, Christ Jesus. He said, I am the door. If anyone enters by Me, he will be saved. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. The Bible says we must be saved. In order to be right with God, we must be saved. We must be delivered. We must be rescued from our sin. Christ Jesus came to this earth. He put on human flesh. He was born of a virgin. And it says He came to rescue us. He came to rescue us from this present evil age. That's the gift of Christmas, folks. The gift of Christmas is that God sent His Son into this world as a sacrifice for sinners. To die in the sinner's place. To pay the penalty that we deserve to pay. To die a substitutionary death. The death that you and I deserve to die. The judgment that you and I deserve to receive. Christ did it in our place. God gave us His Son. God crushed His Son upon the cross. The Bible says the Lord was pleased to crush Him. Jesus Christ cried out upon the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Folks, that's the gift of Christmas. That Christ suffered in our place. That He was wounded for our transgressions. That He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon Him was the chastisement that brought us peace. That means the chastisement from God, the punishment of God, fell upon Christ so that we could have peace with God. We could have peace with God. Do you understand that? That no matter where you're at in life, no matter what you've done in your life, you can have peace with your Creator. But it's only found in Christ and Him alone. It's only found in the One who paid for your sin upon the cross and who was placed in the tomb and who rose again the third day.
the one who said this. He said, I died and behold, I am alive forevermore. It is I and I have the keys of death and Hades. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. He said, whoever believes in me, though he die, though he die physically, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die spiritually. But it demands, it demands an answer. This, this verse, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, it demands a response. Because the good news is truly for those who believe. For those who believe. You see, it says, God did not send His Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through Him. That's why He came. He came to save. He came to rescue us from our sins. From the penalty of sin. The Bible describes the penalty of sin as a place where the smoke of the torment goes up forever and ever and they have no rest day or night. He came to save us from the power of sin. The slavery of sin. Would you come to Christ today? Would you believe upon Christ today? Right here where you're sitting today. You can believe upon Him. You can believe upon Him. Believe upon Jesus Christ. He goes on to say, He who believes in Him is not judged or condemned. He who believes in Him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So the Bible says those who have not placed their faith in Jesus Christ are already condemned. Are already condemned. But it's unbelief, folks. It's unbelief that keeps a person condemned. You see, the key that unlocks all of this is coming to Christ by faith and trusting in Him. Believing upon Him. Just imagine if you was in an airplane 10,000 feet up in the sky and the plane was going down and there was a parachute. Right? There's a parachute. You could look at that parachute as the plane's going down and you could say, I believe that that parachute will save me, but unless you trust it, unless you put faith in the parachute by putting it on, it's not going to help you. So folks, you can believe facts about Jesus Christ. The devil believes every fact about Jesus Christ. All of the demons, they know who He is. They believe in Him in, in that way, but that's not a trust. The Bible says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Put Him on by faith. That's what it means to believe upon Christ. To trust Him. Have you trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you bowed your knee to Him as the only way, the only truth, and the only life that's going to save you? 
Or are you trusting in something else? Are you trusting in something or someone else? Or are you trusting in Christ? That's what it means to believe in Christ. To be willing to follow Him. Jesus said, whoever is ashamed of me and of my words, He said, I'll be ashamed of Him when I come in the glory of the Father with His holy angels. He said, if anyone wishes to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow after me. Are you following Christ? You see, Jesus said, I laid down my life for my sheep. And my sheep hear my voice and they follow after me. Are you following after Christ? There's Dominique. Dominique, how you doing, Dominique? How you doing, man? How you doing, man? Happy holiday. You too. You all right? I'm great. Better than I deserve. I got five words for you, son. Merry Christmas. I'm blessed to Hey, hey, So the question is, hey, man, how you doing? I'm Alex. Hey, Alex. How you doing, son? Good. That's my son, Dylan. What is his name? Dylan. Hey, Dylan, how are you doing, buddy? And my wife over there. Uh-huh. Is that your wife right there? Yeah. Okay. We from Baltimore. Baltimore? Okay. Me and my wife, you know, 20 years, still got the same cheap $30 hey. on. <laughs> and um, he got eight sisters. Yep. They all mine, all by my wife. Yep. One of my daughters left Baltimore, came to Oklahoma uh. with her baby. Yeah. The baby father left her. So she in Oklahoma by herself with the baby. 